Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast. You worry, I worry, we all do. If you're paying attention to the world today, there's a lot for women to feel worried and anxious about. As we explore the worries with curiosity and compassion, we learn to live more authentically and unleash the warrior within, someone who is strong, capable, and resilient, come what may. It's time to stop battling against yourself and start using your powers to meet everyday challenges with energy, purpose, and bravery. Now here's your host, Elizabeth Cush. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cush, and I am a licensed clinical professional counselor working with clients in Maryland and also a midlife women's life coach for women across the United States and all over the world. I'm so excited about the launch of my coaching business, which you can find at elizabethcushcoaching.com or elizabethcush.com. I have a really hard time saying my last name, Cush and Coaching, next to each other. (laughs) So I often stumble over the words, but you can find it there. And I'm really, really excited to be helping women uh, through self-compassion, connection with themselves, and setting boundaries. So if you're interested in working with me, you can find out more there at elizabethcush.com. Over the last couple of weeks, um, the last two episodes, I spoke with Patricia Young about highly sensitive people and in more particular, highly sensitive extroverts, but also with Adina Silvestri about addiction and recovery and trauma. And I think that for me, both being highly sensitive and really not even knowing what that was until relatively recently and not identifying myself as highly sensitive until very recently, and also being a trauma survivor that has struggled with substance use to manage my, I think, highly sensitive traits, but also my anxiety that was a result of the trauma that I experienced. I've learned over the years, well, after talking to both of them, it really hit home for me the importance of creating that time and space for myself to reset, to reground, to reconnect to me. And I shared this in one of my blog posts for uh, the website, the new website, that there is a part of me that uh, I recognize is easily triggered. And it's, I think, connected to both my high sensitivity and my trauma in that when I am feeling as if there isn't enough space for me in my life. I shut down, I really close myself off. Um, I, I like to think the way it really feels is that I'm, I'm sheltering in place so that I'm turning inward and trying to find safe ground inside myself. But 
but I'm recognizing that it's not, it was a coping mechanism when I didn't have any other resources and it worked for a time period, but it's no longer, longer as fruitful or helpful to me today. And I am so familiar with the physical feeling of that sheltering in place that I can recognize that I'm going there much more quickly. But I also know how to bring myself out of it because I can feel it. It's almost as if the physical sensations are such that my, almost my vision contracts, so I'm like hyper-focused on a very narrow spot. It's like the round, the edges feel almost out of focus. And I feel small. I feel like I, I'm, I'm not able to take up the space in my life. I don't feel safe. I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. But through a lot of the work that I've done, I've learned how to make myself seen and heard in ways that are comfortable to me. And a part of that process of learning has been to be able to tune into my body to know how I'm feeling in those moments so that I can shift, so I can do things differently, so that I can come back from that very sheltered place to a place of safety here in my life. And I also recognize as a highly sensitive person that that downtime is so important for me to reset just day to day, to have time that's mine, that I can claim and reset. Sometimes it's meditation. Sometimes it's just sitting quietly. Sometimes it's taking a walk, but it's owning that that time is mine and taking it. But it, things get in the way. It's not always easy to do. I know sometimes I just busy myself through it and don't take the time, but when I do, it's really important and I try to do it every day. But household stuff, other people's needs, my dog, work, so many things that can take priority over creating this space for me and resetting. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm much better at it and I know the value. And so I've learned how to make that a priority. And I would love to work with you if this feels like something that would be an important part of your life and a learning experience for you to bring you back home to yourself. But what are the ways that you reset? How do you get yourself feeling more at home in you? What are the ways that you feel more joy and vital in your own life. What I've found is that just having those few moments can allow your body and your brain to be instead of do. We're so good at doing, but not so great at being, just being with ourselves. And so back to that example of, of recently recognizing how, uh, how I tend to shelter in place when I'm feeling unseen and unheard. My husband and I recently traveled and we're spending time in some new locations. We have a new home 
um, a future retirement home and setting it up and trying to make it feel like home, I was getting really triggered because the space is new. I was feeling as if I couldn't make it my own, that there was a part of me that was telling me that I needed to make sure I was taking care of everybody else's needs. Like, do I have enough room for my children to come visit? And will the the rooms be comfortable enough for them? And will my husband have a space where he can work? And I was neglecting checking in with me and what I needed from the space while I was giving it to everybody else. And that familiar feeling of just hunkering down, sheltering in place, becoming hyper-focused on the discomfort of not paying attention to me. Uh, I must say, I was very proud of myself because I recognized it pretty quickly and was able to voice how hard it was for me to be in the space, to take up space, to claim space of my own. And so that's been a process, and it's helped me feel at home in me, but also at home in this new home. And I'm very excited about what's next, you know, and and, and I'm not retiring anytime soon, but to have a plan in place for what that might look like going forward is exciting. And it's lovely to be able to be in that and feel at home in with feel at home with whatever might be next. So for those of you who maybe struggle with settling in, with just being, with becoming quiet within yourself, I have a practice that's really helped me and I'm going to share it with you. So there will be some quiet pauses because this is about becoming more comfortable with just being. And just being sometimes means being quiet. And it's okay if you feel uncomfortable at first. It is a practice. As Julie Blanfin, my yoga teacher says, that's why we call it a practice, because it takes practice. And it doesn't always feel comfortable at first. It can take time to be okay with not doing, especially if doing is your go-to mode. So I invite you to find a quiet place to sit or lie down or stand if that's more comfortable. A place where you won't be interrupted and where you feel safe and relaxed. It can be inside or outside, whatever works best for you. You can close your eyes or just gaze softly ahead. And I want you to take three slow, deep breaths. Inhaling, filling your lungs and your belly, feeling your chest expand, and exhaling slowly, allowing all of those spaces to contract 
And then inhaling again, slowly. Pausing for a moment. And exhaling out. And one last slow, deep breath in. Holding and pausing if that feels comfortable. And slowly releasing your breath. And now allowing your breath to return to its natural rhythm. I want you to notice where your body makes contact with the surface you're sitting or lying on or the ground below you. Just becoming aware of where you and your body meet the earth or the ground below. And now bring your attention to your body breathing without changing or forcing your breath, just noticing what your body feels like as you inhale and exhale. And now bring your awareness back to any sensations you might be feeling in your body. There might be tingling. There might be numbness. You might not feel anything. Or there could be pain. Whatever you notice, just bring your awareness to all of your body and all of the sensations that are happening there. And try not to judge your experience as either good or bad. 
because your mind is going to wander away from these prompts, away from your awareness. And each time it does, just gently and kindly bring your attention back to your body or your breath. And now bring your awareness to your body breathing once again as the air flows in and flows out. And if your breath feels forced, just notice that. And know that there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's just what feels comfortable to you. And if at any time you need to adjust your body or your breathing, your posture, maybe you need to open your eyes or close your eyes, it's all good. It's all part of the process. Now shift your awareness back to your body sensations, just noticing whatever is happening there, noticing if things have shifted or changed, moving your body if you need to, to be more comfortable, and just notice whatever you're feeling in your body. And now we're going to take three more slow, deep breaths, inhaling in, letting all of the air out, and 
another slow in-breath. And out-breath. And one last long, deep breath in. And exhaling out. And bringing some gentle movement into your body, wiggling your toes and your fingers, stretching if you need to doing whatever feels good to your body. And when you're ready, if your eyes were closed, you can open them. And if you were softly gazing, you can refocus your gaze, look around the room, and thank your body for bringing you this moment of peace and quiet and solitude in your day. Well, how was that for you? How was that to be quiet and peaceful and not doing? How was that to just be in your body for those moments? I know that it can be hard. I know that it can be difficult, especially as a trauma survivor, to intentionally bring awareness to our body but it can also be incredibly healing and can open up so many pathways of understanding and knowing. It can be a portal to some of your most deeply held stuff. And it can also be your first responder. I think I've talked about that on other episodes of the podcast that if I'm fully aware of the anxiety rising or that sheltering in place, when I bring more awareness to my physical experience moment to moment, I can tend to my emotional experience in a much deeper and connected way. And that's what I would love for you. That is what my coaching program is all about. It's about coming home and finding comfort and connection within you, you yourself, being the place that feels safest. So if you are interested in knowing more about self-compassion coaching, taking care of self-coaching, or boundaries coaching, please check out elizabethcush.com. You can book a 30-minute discovery call and explore how coaching might help you. I look forward to connecting. I look forward to hearing from you. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope that you will take some moments to pause, to not do, to be with you. Ciao for now from this woman warrior. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Woman Warriors Podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. 
If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guest profiles at womanwarriors.com.